What up, people? We back <laughs> with another sharp conversation. Oh, man, I don't think y'all ready for this one. I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't like to toot my own home, but I have some of the best guests. It's not me. It's just I think I just have good taste in people. And 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 this guy, this guy right here, one of the sharpest individuals, you know, I'm, it's really hard to impress me because I, you know, I just, I've seen a lot. Uh, I had a great father. Um, so, and he, he was never impressed by anything. He kind of told me not to be impressed by anything, but this guy is very, very impressive. We are on a show together, uh, which is now Saturday on Donovan Sharp's channel. And at first, you know, I'm like, oh, who's this white guy with the black swag? And then every episode, I'm like, Wait, who is this white guy? <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. He's official. He's official tissue. Um, and and to be honest, I wish I'd have ran into you when I was younger. Like the game you be dropping is the game I'm on. It just seems like you've got it more dialed in and exact, right? Mm. Hold on, hold on. You're just more right and exact. You're dialed in. It's it, you. You definitely have the verbiage. You know, um, it's very sharp and to the point. Very, very precise, um, and and calculated with all the verbiage. There's a lot of guys in this masculinity space. Is my mic low? Right, let me bump it up a little bit. There's a lot of guys in this masculinity space, and let's just be honest. There's a lot of frauds. Okay, it's a lot of frauds. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a lot of cats with theory, but not true experience. And when I hear from you, um, it seems to me that you actually are from real experience. You know what you're doing. You know what you're talking about. Uh, shout out to CT. He said, uh, cut the BS by uh, Coach EO and Unbreakable Rules for Masculinity by Hotep Jesus are two books that 21-year-old men need to be reading repeatedly. Thanks for blessing. Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, Thank I just introduce, introduce to you Coach EO. <laughs> So, bro, how are you, first and foremost? Hey, I'm good, man. Just working. Uh, good to be with you, man. I appreciate uh, you having me on. And uh, I was telling you backstage, uh, I was checking out your your Joe Rogan interview and uh, how you were killing the game uh, with that commentary. And so I really, I was really, uh, I appreciated that broadcast. I like how you were putting Joe on some game there. So uh, I'm sure he learned a thing or two uh, when he had you on. But uh, yeah, man, good to be on. Uh, I will tell you that based on what you said prior <clears throat> in the lead up, I only speak on things I've lived. I, I really can't talk to you about anything that I haven't experienced. Uh, it would be inauthentic for me to do that. And so, and I've lived a lot. So the things that I talk about, I've lived several times over. Uh, I've, I've gathered the data uh, and then went back and did it better the next time. And so uh, when you hear me talk with that conviction, as you know, as you put it, something to that effect, um, it's because I'm really confident about what I speak about. Mm. Um, I've done it so many times. It's like uh, riding a bike for me. <laughs> so, okay. so, uh, so any, any, you know, anytime you eat with those reps, when you get them reps in, um, you know, you're bound to know what you're talking about. And, uh, you know, that's why I say a lot of these guys in this space, uh, a lot, it's a lot, a lot of it is regurgitation. Uh, you, you can tell, uh, they can talk about, uh, they can, they can spout a few talking points and, and I hate to be critical. You know, I, I hate to be critical of another man's work, but, uh, you know, when you're hearing the real deal and you know, when, uh, there it's, uh, it's, it is some skepticism needed there. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um, 
But you're right. I think the real uh, creme, the cream rises to the top, right? The real rises mm-hmm. to the top. You can always tell. Um, before we get into champion mentality, et cetera, you know, I want to just talk about, um, and there's something else that you do that differentiates you from everybody else in this space. And something that I saw in this space, we're going to get to that in a second, but the one thing you've done for me, right? And I want you to tell people why this is important because it's something I've neglected as I've gotten older. It's the look, right? How do you look your presentation? As I've, you know, when I was younger, oh man, fly, head to toe, you know, like I used to go in the stores, buy the whole mannequin, you know what I mean? And then as I got older, I think I got cheaper because <laughs> I looked mm-hmm. at how much money I wasted. But I think there's a balance between investing in your look and not wasting your money on clothes, right? There's a, a balance there, right? And yeah. being on the show with you has me like, oh, no, I got to check how I look. Because <laughs> you sitting next to EO, he going to make you look bad. He going to oh, make man, you look like you ain't trying. So tell people, you know, why is it important yeah. for men to have a certain look uh, out here? Yeah, well, I mean, we're all walking billboards, whether we know it or not. And people make an assessment of you based on, you know, the first couple of moments they 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 take a look at you. Um, you know, I always dress with a purpose. Um, as a matter of fact, I've toned down my style a little bit for broadcast because, uh, you know, usually I got a sport coat on, suit or something like that. So I've toned it down to kind of casual wear. But um, I think it's important that men have a purpose and dress for for that particular purpose. So, um, you know, you should have a few well, well-fitted suits. Uh, Navy, uh, the Navy gray and the traditional black is always important for formal events. But I just think that guys need to have signature pieces, pieces that make him feel good. Uh, there's a purpose for wearing that piece. I mean, you know, you know, even us as guys, we'll look at watches, you know, we'll look at a, a guy's watch, you know, if he's got a standout watch, something unique, something uh, maybe even potentially classic, um, you know, that says a lot about that man, you know, so, um, and especially, you know, I, I, I actually, um, I focus in on what men think a lot more than women, because really at the end of the day, it's easy to get her. Mm. Okay. Getting women is easy, Mm. but getting the respect of men is a little more difficult, especially a higher end man. So, so while guys are so worried about what the woman thinks, which at the end of the day, uh, she not, she not hard to get, man. (laughs) She, she really not hard to get. You know, it, it, but it's really like the respect of other men uh, and being authentic and offering value uh, uh, to a, to a network is what men should be focusing on. Because in the end, when you turn 40, you want to have a certain level. You want to have a network. You want to have a nice uh, savings. You want to have some investments. And so these things are important. And, and, and you're the walking investment. So, you know, why would anybody want to invest in you if you can't communicate well? So part of uh, not only your threads and your, you know, your nice haircut or your, or your, or as you have a, a really uh, nice uh, look there with the dreads and stuff. Thanks. So, you know, you're, you're a walking brand. And so you're always representing that. Um, however, you know, Hey, when I'm not working, I'm in a robe, man. Like you, I'm in a robe, slippers, uh, no shirt on. And then I'm chilling, you know? So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't get dressed up unnecessarily. I always have a purpose. And that's what I tell guys. It's like, who are you looking to attract tonight? So you dress for that audience, but you should, but it shouldn't be inauthentic. You know, like you right. should have a couple different hats to put on. You got the, the, the whole tap nation hat on in black, but you might have it in red. You might have it in, in white. And you wear that too you know, a a sunny area, you know, you're going to Miami, you might throw the white one on. So it's just, Mm. it's, it's a different vibe. And and so you should dress for that vibe. Mm. 
Yeah, I might have to just sign up and, and get some some coaching from Coach EO. He dropped the game right <laughs> oh, now. Shit, he done told me I got to change my hat up because I'm like, yeah, you're right. Maybe when I go to Miami, I'm going to Miami for the Bitcoin conference. So maybe I go down there and I'm going to uh, get okay. me a, a different color. You know what's funny, man? I threw away all my suits. Mm. I was a mortgage broker. I went through this whole spiritual awakening and I didn't want to dress like the European. And then recently I did two award shows. We got the Grifties. And in both of those, I'm wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> it's, 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 it's kind of funny how yeah. life is like cyclical like that. Um, but yes. now that's that's real game, man. Um, even like check out his check out his his. I want you guys to see his setup, right? And and I teach marketing and branding, right? So you'll see the EO logo. So the EO logo is following some principles I tell people about, about logos. The simplicity of it all. The lines on it are very sharp. Um. And then you'll see it on his cup. Then you'll see the color scheme coming together. Right? He's got that black and gold. That's that good anarchy, that hotep black and gold color scheme. You'll see the gold and the, the mouse pad is gold. He's paying attention to the fine details. And and these are the things. Um, yeah, Ali Shakur definitely tossed the suits. Exactly. Um, but these are the things that are going to separate you from the pack and, and let people take you serious. These are the things that are going to enable you to charge higher prices for products, too. Yep. Yeah, that's hundred percent. hundred percent, man. Um, you know, I always say, uh, why, why should somebody invest in you if you don't invest in me? Bingo. You know, you could take a look at a person and see how well, how strategic they are with their own affairs. And then that, that'll give you a nice scope as to how they can be helpful to you. But if you're looking at a dude, he's late all the time. He, he doesn't really have his notes. Like, for example, we took a few extra minutes so you can get your notes together. That's a man that wants to be prepared. But, you know, if you jump in, if you, if you jumped in here, no notes, like, hey, tell us about yourself, man. I didn't get a chance to watch your channel yet. You know, it, it, it's like, what? <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's always be professional, but, you know, have that, uh, have that self-awareness. Self, so you can't have awareness about others if you abandon the self. So, you know, that's big for me. And uh, there was one thing I also wanted to say about um, clothing and, and kind of dressing, having this identity. Okay. Uh, it kind of goes into uh, what we'll talk about, I'm sure, a little bit later, but uh, not getting too attached to any of those uh, personas. Mm. You know, it's like it's like I'm not attached to any persona that I have. I have personas that are useful, useful to me uh, in, in this physical world. But uh, when I'm done with it, I, I hang that jacket right on the coat rack and uh, I, I move forward with the next uh, task at hand. So it's, I think it's important that one thing I'm seeing wrong with people is that they're building personas, e e e egotistical personas with 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 a supposed intention. I can't really tell people what their intention is, but then they're getting too too uh, attached to that persona and then that can cause trouble. So I think, you know. You could be a businessman during the day and then you take the businessman suit off and now maybe you go be a lover. Mm. <laughs> so now you put the lover, now you put the lover hat on and then now you put the father hat on and you put maybe, you know, and you always have the teacher hat on, you know, no matter what, you're always teaching it if, if you're in this position. So it's one thing I try to teach men is, uh, you know, protect your emotions and protect your mental by not getting too attached to any identity. Use it, create it, use it, offer value and then hang it up. Mm, mm, he's sharp, y'all. He he's a little bit wise. Watch this. I'm about to pull something out of him in a second, but I just want to uh, point something <laughs> okay. out. Sometimes people watch one stream of mine, then they watch another. Like they'll watch Hotel's Been Told You, then they'll see me do some of my educational work, and they'll go, "Wait, why are you so different?" It's because it's a different hat, right? Mm. When I'm on Hotel's Been Told You, I'm in my relaxed comedy bag. 
when we're doing education, I might speak a little bit sharper. My vernacular become a little bit more cleaner, right? Because this is educational material. And I think that's important that, that men be versatile. But you said something very interesting. You said the physical world. And, and, I, and I noticed this another time when I was on the stream with you, Donovan. You keep mentioning this physical world. If there's a physical world, what is this other world that you're referring to? Well, I think, uh, well, it depends. It depends. So, so in my, in my view, and of course this is, this is theory. I will never claim for this to be a, like truth, ultimate truth. I mean, I think there is such thing as ultimate truth and what ultimate truth is, is basically what's happening. Uh, ultimate truth is what's happening without anything being added to it. <laughs> so that, that is what truth is. No right. narratives, no labels, no bias. Uh -huh. It is just what's happening. And that is what ultimate truth is in my opinion. Um, but, um, where was I going with this? Uh, so the physical world. So, you know, out here in this game, um, you know, this is, uh, you know, it's survival of the fittest. So, mm -hmm. so in the physical world, you have to be strong. You have to be clever, charming. Um, you have to be uh, assertive. You have to bounce back quickly. And so, in this, in the physical world, uh, it's all about survival. Okay, it's it's this. It's getting this body to survive and to potentially spread on uh, the genes as well uh, to keep this thing going. Uh, but then aside from the mechanics of the body and the, and the purposes and, and the survival mechanisms of the body, then there comes like the spiritual aspect of like the driving force in the body. So I think, you know, you have, you have the body that is always aiming to survive and that is its only purpose is to survive. That is the only purpose of the body is to procreate and to survive. It has no other purpose other than that. What we add to that with intellect, uh, intellectual reasoning, ego is a completely different story. It's completely different. Okay. So uh, that's what I meant in the physical world. You know, you need money to survive. Uh, you know, um, you know, it's it's all about survival. And, you know, competition is there, of course. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're you're you, you, the only competition is really yourself, because if you can. I, I remember one time I heard Mayweather say this. I'll never forget this. This is why Mayweather is really the dopest boxer to me. Uh, and, and maybe one of the, the dopest athletes to me. Uh, he said uh, somebody asked him, do you watch tape on other fighters? He said, never. Yeah. He said, I just focus on what I got to do. And when I get in there, I'm going to spend the first couple of rounds sizing this guy up, checking out his techniques, you know, figuring him out essentially. And then basically I take him into deep waters, make him miss me, you know, 250 times and then just end in this score points. But I love the fact that he said he doesn't watch tape on other fighters, that he's that he just focuses on his mental, his physical, his spiritual. And that's how I am. Uh, you know, I'm going to see what's out there. Of course, you know, you size up your competition. That's natural. That is that physical part of you. Mm -hmm. But then there's that spiritual side of you is like how you run your own personal game. You know how you're running your own game. That's why that, that's something I teach. Uh, I'll say this, Hotep. Uh, everyone is 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 running game. No matter who you are, even the even the incel is running game. Mm. The guy who claims to be an incel can't get women. That's his game. He's settled into the fact that I'm an incel. I can't get women. I don't have the right jaw. I don't have the right, you know, uh, stature. I don't have the right. So he settled into that game, the incel game. So now he'll build coping mechanisms to maintain his bias. 
Uh-huh. Okay, he's gonna and, and and no matter what information comes, he most likely will reject it or find a way to reject it, so he can continue thriving in that game. Because, you know, sometimes you'll play a game and it might not even be beneficial to you, but you get some sort of result out of it. Hmm. So you're like, all right, I don't I don't get results in other games other than this game. I might get some validation from another incel. I might have a black pill dude understand where I'm coming from. So I'm getting more validation in this game. So I'll just stay in this game. So everybody's running game, bro. Everybody, Conf- every single person. Yeah, confirmation bias could be so dangerous. It could change who you yeah. are. It could, it could literally change who you are because you'll create habits, and your habits create your create your your persona. Um, you are, and like I told people uh, in my email the other day, I do a daily email, and I said, um, "Show me your habits, and, and I'll show you your religion." And um, you got a lot of cats out here, like you said, well, because they're getting that confirmation bias from this crowd they'll become that. And that's very dangerous. Ricky Webster said two living legends here. One love and props do appreciate you, Ricky. Thank you. Thank you, Ricky. Um, real quick, let's segue. And then we'll come right back to this. Somebody asked about being authentic. I'm going to, you know, cause we were talking about being dynamic and versatile. Right. And he said, so don't mm-hmm. be authentic. And this is a problem I've had my whole life. You know, people see me in one arena, they see me in another and they go, Oh, he's fake. And I'm like, no, I'm not fake. I'm just versatile. I'm, I'm dynamic. Right. Like I can, I can, uh, some people even call me a chameleon, right? But I, I think fake is when you change your values depending on who you're mm-hmm. around. My values don't change. What do you? What's your take on that? You know, putting on one hat and another, and then somebody saying you're not being authentic. Well, it, there's so many like um, layers to this conversation. Let's say you got a goal to uh, start a business at 35, but you need seven more years of real life experience. You need to soak up some managerial game. You need to be around some people that manage things so you can learn the ropes. You also need more money. So the truth is, is that you may have to come off or to temporarily detach from what is authentic for you to go and get what you need. So seven years from now, you can be completely authentic. Okay. So, so so sometimes you actually have to detach from who you are with, uh, the, 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 uh, the goal of learning more information, getting everything you need, getting the money, getting the, everything tied up or everything, everything secure rather. So then, but you're, you're, you're intentionally being inauthentic. Okay. Mm. You're, it, it's one thing. It's one thing if you're being led to be authentic. Mm. Okay. Because you're naive, you don't know who you are. You lack confidence. Uh, but it's another thing if you're intentionally detaching from who you are, because there's a bigger goal that you're trying to accomplish a few years from now. And then that, so it's like it's like uh, I tell people you can't jump to your dream job. Sometimes you got to work a job you don't like. Are you being inauthentic when you work that job you don't like? Yes, yes you are. You are doing what you need to do for the big picture. So so that's how I would say that is that you are if you choose to be inauthentic with a purpose, but that doesn't mean to like go do cocaine right now. Like like you know like that doesn't mean like that doesn't mean to like if somebody says, "Hey, get a bump and you do it. No, I mean, like, as you said, there's going to be certain things you would need. There's thresholds. I'll never go across this here. Uh, However, I can compromise here. Okay. Because if, if I compromise here, I, I can, 
I can go to bed at night compromising here. Mm. But, but and if I de- detach a bit from who I am and go here, I know that by going here, I'm going to pick up some game that I'm going to need at the seven year mark. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so, so, but, but, but then there's going to be certain things that absolutely you won't do, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so as long as you can go to bed at night, if you can intentionally with a purpose detach from who you are and then kind of be inauthentic, but you're not really being inauthentic because you're actually making this choice. I, I hope that that makes sense. I'm trying to make mm-hmm. it make sense. So if you're making the choice to, to, and you have a reason to do what you're doing, and although it might seem like you're being inauthentic to people that know you, mm. at the end of the day, fuck them anyway. And I say YouTube chill. And I say this because they don't need to know everything about you. Okay. Right. They need to worry about, their fucking life. Uh And so, you know, as a man, you need to be focused on securing your future, being financially independent, you know, uh, also being a free thinker and thinking for yourself. I mean, uh, you know, and uh, so, so I would say that, you know, sometimes you got to be inauthentic on purpose so you can be 100% authentic for the rest of your life in a, in a couple of years. That you speak in my life. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you're speaking my life i mean i had to censor myself while i was an employee in startup world i would yeah. have to hide my twitter account from my employer i would create mm-hmm. another twitter account and it'd be all like inspirational in quotes and then pump <laughs> it up with my other account and he thinks oh wow this guy is so great but it's like, if you knew how I felt, you know, if you knew I was a Trump supporter, you might not keep me in control, <laughs> right? So inauthentic out of necessity, right? Um, yes. I'll give you another example. I worked two jobs. One time I was working at Fridays in, this, in New York City. Another time I was working at Olive Garden in a small town. And um, both of those times I ran into uh, um, co-workers who said, yo, why are you here? And I'm like, what do you mean, why am I here? And I'm, I'm clocked into my shift today and like no you don't belong here you like way more intelligent than us Mm. i'm like man i got Mm. kids to feed dog so Mm. when you said that i'm like you speak in my life like i couldn't be me yet because like you said you have to have that security first yes and then now i'm I'm on the internet and i can say whatever i want (laughs) right that's right however because i'm attached to I'm on a board of companies now. Again, now it's backwards. I can't mm. be a hundred percent speak my mind because other people's livelihood is now attached to me. Uh, that's that's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, running uh, there was one thing like I want. That is the same. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. There was one. I made a video a long time ago. I said uh, the reason why most people are so frustrated in life is they don't have a plan. For example. Let's say most people are working jobs and they're just clocking in and working there. Mm. Like you got to if you got to work a job, that's a stepping stone uh, situation to the next phase. You're going in there with a plan. For example, if I started a job and I know that uh, I'm only going to be here 24 months, that means I'm like spiritually, mentally and emotionally prepared to take on all these personalities to deal with the job, the task at hand. And so if there are problems, I'm like, you already know that you're going to have to do all of this for 24 months. Right. And so, but it's those that don't have a plan and they're almost there forever. Those are the ones that get frustrated, cuss a boss out. Why would you cuss a boss out when you, when you're running game right now? Mm. Okay. You're actually running game. So if he says something to you the whole time, you're thinking like, 
Six more months, brother. That's cool. Wait, yeah, go ahead. What'd you say? Yeah, all right, no problem. I'll take care of that. Six more months. You got me for six more months. So, so, but you're not really telling him that. You're telling yourself that. Right. Okay. And so they don't have to know that shit. Right. But you're running game. You're 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 stacking that money. You're like, all right, uh, fifteen thousand more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you know, and and mm-hmm. and the whole. And so, why? How could you be frustrated? When you're sticking to your plan, the problem is people don't have a plan. They're not executing any kind of intentional plan. And that's why they're so frustrated. They're like, damn, am I going to be here forever to deal with this? But if you went in there with a with a plan and you were running game, you wouldn't feel those emotions. Mm. Mm. You know how many jobs I took knowing like, All right, I just need three months here. <laughs> Salary. That's right. <laughs> and he can yeah. fire me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. I definitely feel that. Um. I want to talk about, uh, you, you know, we were talking about mindset early before we came on here and um, law of attraction. Uh, yeah. I find this in the conservative circles. I probably get the most pushback in those circles. Um, I'm not going to say all conservatives or most conservatives aren't hip to that. But I've read Napoleon Hill and Napoleon Hill calls it auto-suggestion. Um, I guess self-speak could be another word. Um, you believe in, obviously you believe in, um, uh, 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 law of attraction. Um, what do you say to to the skeptic, right? Somebody who's like, uh, is that thing really like they're in the middle, right? They're not like, no, it doesn't exist, but they're kind of like in the middle. Like I've heard about this thing that, how do you explain it to somebody like that? Yeah. Um, I also kind of will tie it into prayer a bit. Because I think they kind of go hand in hand, hand in hand. Mm. I always can tell if a person has um, faith, real faith in themselves and in their uh, creator or or whatever, however they want to define that the universe, God, whatever, whatever name. And so one time I told my, my mother this, uh, she kept praying for the same thing over and over and over. I said, you know, you ain't going to get that. <laughs> and I, I said, uh, you can, you, you, what you're praying for, you won't get. Mm. And she said, why would you say something like that? I said, because if you truly believed in what you were praying for, you would only pray that prayer one time. Mm. Now, if you have to keep saying it, okay, God, I told you I want it. Okay. God, you a little slow. Okay. God, uh, you're not going to get that. And just know, because you're sending a signal of doubt Okay. And also at the same time, um, you're not putting in the necessary work and getting the the level of education, the confidence to make what you want possible to make it available to you. Because truth be told is um, opportunities are everywhere, but your awareness isn't to a point where you're actually seeing it and seizing them. Mm. So, uh, so I would say this, if you have to keep, um, um, duplicating a prayer or even like message boards. I don't believe in message boards. I think that's preventing you from getting what you want because the more you have to look at it now, now look, the I get it. Board, People are different. Vision board, vision board, vision yeah, board. My bad. Yeah. Now, now I feel like the more you things. actually have to think about it, the more you don't believe in it. Cause look, it's in here. It's, it's, it's inside. And so your focus needs to be here. Okay. Now, part of the problem is you haven't let go of uh, friendships that wouldn't allow for that blessing to come into your life. Mm. Okay. Like you, like I said this the other day, how can you get, I I took a note 
because I'm going to do another broadcast on this. Let's say somebody wants furniture, new furniture. Right. Something is something as simple as furniture. You think you would think this, you don't need law of attraction for this. You don't need to pray for this. Right. You don't. Okay. I'll tell you what you do need is you need to make way for new furniture. So if your f- living room is full of old furniture, how can you get new furniture? Mm. So you're going to have to make it available. There has to be open space for what you want to actually feel safe to come into your environment. And so, so, and I, and I would say this, how I was able to get there is I actually didn't read any books on this. I've never read one single book on law of attraction. I've not, and I think that worked to my advantage because I didn't hear too many different takes on it. Right. And I just used my own original take on it, which is one day, I one day I told myself when I was praying to God, I said, why do you keep praying this same prayer? And I said, it's because you don't believe in it. Mm. If you believed, if you believed in yourself and you believed that this was possible and you also knew you were getting ready to put in this very necessary work to make way for what you want, you would only make that declaration one time and you would never say it again. Bars. Bernie L. Salute. Uh, Coach EO and Hotep Jesus. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for paying your tuition. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Oh, my God. That's exactly it. I hate people that do. I I can't say I hate the people. I hate affirmations. I hate uh, the vision boards and, and all this. I I think all of that stuff, like you said, prevents people from getting where they want to get. You totally nailed that. Um, now you have obviously male clients come to you and they need help. Uh, what are what's the commonality between these male clients that they suffer from most? So many things, but the one thing that comes to mind is. Too much distraction. Okay. They're, mm. they're like uh, computers with too many tabs open. Okay. And, and, and it's like, I'm like, brother, you got, you know, that one that you opened that tab like two years ago, it's still open. <laughs> you know, you know, that's why, this is why your system's running so slow. It's because at, there's too many things open. Your focus is, you don't have focus. Mm. Like if, if you were to close all the tabs, uh, in, in your, in your, in your, uh, motherboard or whatever, the software, mm-hmm. and, and you were to close it down and leave it open to maybe three things, mm. you would be better to take on those tasks and to finish them actually to finish them, get the game. You need the results you need, and then now close those things out and then open up new tabs. Mm. The problem I'm seeing here is there's too much information. Sometimes too much, inf- too much information is bad. Yes. And so that's why I tell my clients, I say, Hey, uh, so you want to hire me? And they're like, yes. I'm like, all right. So I have a rule. Um, while I'm coaching you, you can't watch other people. <laughs> mm. And mm. I'm like, so, so either you could, you either, if you can't commit to that, that's fine. But, um, especially in the areas that I specialize. Now, if I'm not, I'm not into crypto heavy like that. So if you need a crypto advisor, then yes, I would, I would recommend you find uh, someone who can mentor you in that area. But if you, but the areas that I specialize, which is mindset, confidence, um, uh, authenticity, um, running your game and running it efficiently and then not deep and not uh, uh, detouring from it. You can't go listen to another content creator while I'm coaching you because he's going to fuck up my whole program because he's going to say something to you and you're impressionable and you're going to believe that and bring that energy to me now. Now I got to get rid of that energy that you picked up from that other dude. Right. And so and so I this is the one thing I say is like, I need focus from you. I need commitment. Mm -hmm. Can you can you can you guarantee me commitment, focus 
Um, and, and if you can do those things, I, I think we can uh, work very well together. But the number one thing is a lack of focus and too many ideas. Like you're half red pill, half black pill, half champion game. I mean, you're just too much, bro. You're too much. We need to, we need to shrink you down to one focus and then keep you there for a while. What are the distractions that they're distracted by? Is it projects? Is it women? Is it? No, it's just, trauma? I mean, it, 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 well, you know, women is the number one distraction for all men. Right. I mean, generally that's what it is. It's women. If you could conquer the thirst for, for uh, <laughs> a vagina, mm. um, you will thrive in life. If you can conquer that one thing, if you can get sexually disciplined, um, you can master life. <laughs> just, I'm just being honest. It's the one area that's holding every man back is this thirst for sex and this thirst for validation from women. And so if you can get a grip on that and get really focused on your manhood and your own individual purpose in life and make time for women, I'm not telling you to desert them. I'm telling you to put them last, put yourself first, put them last. And then once you become that dude, then we can maybe entertain bringing them up the list a little bit because we've, we've checked some boxes, but you don't even know who the fuck you are yet. Yeah. You're trying to get involved with women. <laughs> And so, and that's the guy that's going to, that, that is the man that will fall greatly in life is the man that deserts himself to be validated by women and to serve the body's needs. I mean, look, at the end of the day, we still, we do have to serve the body's needs. The body wants sex. The body wants a lot of different things. Um, and, and so you have to be um, respectful to your body and give it what it needs on occasion. It should be a reward. It shouldn't be where the body's leading you. It should be where you said, all right, cool. I'll tell you what, you worked hard this week. You extremely disciplined. You dropped a bad habit. You created a new one. Go on ahead and fuck that bitch now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but don't, but if you don't got the other stuff done, but now you want to fuck a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you going backwards. You ain't even got a nice mattress, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have a nice mattress talking about I want to fuck. Yeah. Come on. Ain't no women going to want to sit on that. Um, You'd be surprised, but, you know, he going to find someone like him, a right. woman that doesn't know himself, and then two people with, with no sense of identity going to be fucking on a twin-size squeaky mattress and then probably pop out a baby. And then, unfortunately, you brought a baby into this world with two knuckleheads. Right. Exactly. That's exactly. what's going to happen. That's exactly what you're going to attract. Um, damn, you dropped so much game right there. So the, the, the discipline of the balls, right? This is, this is what I teach men. Like, yo, and, and, and when we talk about, like, semen retention, <clears throat> Outside of the physical, uh, uh, um, the great things that come from that physically, right? The chemical reactions in the body. It's really about, can you discipline yourself? Because if you can discipline yourself not to touch yourself on a consistent basis, I mean, obviously at some point you're going to have to release. That's natural. But if you can discipline yourself, like you said, man, it's so true. You can do anything because that's the hardest thing for you to do. It is. The hardest thing for a man to do is to control his nuts. And if you can control that, you can control anything in this world. So, so true. Um, let me read some super chats here real fast. Chad Lemoyne, thank you. You said authenticity is more about morals and ethics than where you, fi uh, than where you find yourself. I won't cheat on my wife or gamble bread. I need to feed my family, but I'll do a job that's beneath me to build my kingdom. Chad speaking. I agree with him. He's speaking yeah. real yeah. right there. That's real. Um, Big Elvis, uh, the chef Rosenberg. Appreciate you, homie. Um, you keep mentioning this word game, 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 game. And we were on a podcast once and I heard you 
define game and I never heard game defined so well. Can you uh, tell the people uh, what exactly game is? Okay. Uh, again, everyone is running game. <laughs> Every single person, they just don't know it. Okay. Or maybe they do know it, but everyone's running. So there's thousands upon thousands of games going on inside of this one game okay. called life. Okay. Right. There's the big game called life. We're like in a big ass casino. Okay. This is, this is a big casino and there's different games people are playing. Okay. And so, you know, and then, but so someone is playing, you're playing a game at all times, but your job is to find out which game that is, that you seem to do well. Okay. Like for example, you could talk to somebody who I said this the other day, Bernie E. on the chat room, he works in, uh, as a, in the auto uh, mechanic industry, he's an auto mechanic and, but I think a very advanced auto mechanic. And, uh, and I, and I, so I made an example, if someone were to come to him with a paint question, He's going to say, hey, listen, that's not me. Uh, I'm going to refer you to a paint specialist. However, if you need that carburetor fix or that transmission, <laughs> whatever, I'm your guy. Right. So it's it's important. So you have to find which game you can thrive in and become a champion of and then run that game. So game is essentially uh, figuring yourself out and then building a, a, a strategy on how to get the results you want. It's kind of simple, yet people overcomplicate it. No matter what, the homeless guy is running game all mm -hmm. day. That's his game. He doesn't want to work a 95, nine to five. He, he's grown very comfortable with living on the outside and kind of maybe, you know, panhandling. This is his game. This is mm. what he wants to do. Mm. If he didn't want to do it, he wouldn't do it. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. If he didn't want to do it, he wouldn't do it. Now there's people that are homeless for a, 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 a temporary, uh, maybe three months. They, maybe they're homeless, but they're like, yo, I got to get out this life. I don't want this game. Okay. Mm. There's the drug addict game. There's the sober game. There's a health and wellness game. Then there's, there's the health and fitness game. There's the bodybuilding game. Then there, you know, politics there's all game. kinds of politics game, the mm. spiritual game, the religious game, the mm. pimp game, the whole game. There's, uh, you know, even pimps right now, they're, they're, they're kind of jaded. They're like, Oh shit. All these people making money on, on OnlyFans, Like they're mad at that shit, bro. Mm. They can't run their game. Real right. talk. Pimps are, can't run game right now. They're having a difficult time running game like they did 20 years ago. And so, you know, what does a pimp do now? Well, you either evolve or you find something else to do because uh, these girls out here ain't got time to be giving you money, bro. Right. They got, they go get this shit by themselves. So, you know, the pimp game is struggling right now. So mm -hmm. pimp is thinking, how do I fucking that, you know, uh, uh, um, redesign my game right now. Mm -hmm. That's what a, a pimp is thinking that. Okay. So, um, so every game is, you have no choice, but to play it. Once you're born into the casino, you got to play something. Otherwise, you got to get out, <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't just be here. Like, like, like real talk. That's why, that's why we say, if you're going to take up oxygen, man, you got to have value, you know? And so if you're, if you're in the casino, what you're born into, um, then you got to learn how to play something and play it well. And so that's what game is. I once heard you say that game for a man is getting a woman in bed without having to spend and game for a woman is getting a man to come out of his pocket uh, without giving up sex. Was that you? That was Miles. Miles says that. Uh, my, uh, uh, Miles says that. Miles? That is his name. Is that his name? Miles? My Myron. 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 My bad. Myron. <laughs> my bad. I Myron. Shout out to Myron, bro. I didn't mean to butcher your name. I don't know why I said Miles. Myron says that a lot. Myron, Myron says that. Okay. Yeah, I don't talk. I don't, I, that's not really my talking point. I mean, I understand it. That is a game that's going on. Okay. That is a game. You know, because right. then you got dudes that like, they'll say they got real game. They have, they'll say, well, I have real game.
because I don't spend money on women and I can get them in debt. Okay. But that's just your game. But then you got another dude that says, Hey, fuck all that. I'm about to buy this bitch outright. You know, two hours. Give me, let me get what I can get and get the fuck up out of here. Mm. So now he's running his game. You call that the trick game, whatever you want to call that. But as long as he's happy running that game, who is someone to tell him that he's, that he shouldn't be playing that game. Mm. Mm. <laughs> like, like everybody's running game. And okay. then you got to decide how you want to run the game. Now, a lot of that is ego too. That oh, I can get this motherfucker without spending no 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 bread on her. Okay, a lot of that is ego. Okay, okay. it's like you can I guess you can go at, to the barber shop and then tell all your boys you can get bitches without spending money. Okay, at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? You know, <laughs> only you give a fuck about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like, but meanwhile, there's a CEO that's balling like a motherfucker, and he's like, man, I ain't got time to be running game on these bitches, man. I'm about to order this chick up for about two thousand. That don't mean shit to me. I pissed that away. I'm gonna get what I want, and she hits the road. Yeah. Okay. He's running game, and and he's doing, and he's and 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 now that's his game. Right. And I would tell him, keep running that game. Are you happy running that game? Yes. Does this make sense for your lifestyle? Yes. Um, then run that game. So, okay. So let's, let's talk about this. Right. I, I think it's saying, uh, I think what they say is like paying for the vajayjay, right? Paying for it. Right. Where do you stand on this topic of paying for it? Is there a line where you shouldn't be paying for it or, um, should be right? Because I, like, I, I think like you, right? Like if there's somebody who, like you said, balling out of control and he's like, yo, I'll just call this IG girl up. I'll put her on a, on a flight. She'll come hang out with me for the weekend. We'll go, we'll have a good time. We'll have some sex and then she'll go back home. That's all I need. I don't really consider that like paying for the, I don't know. Where do you stand on it? Is there a, a point where like that's simping or something? Okay. Well, everybody's paying for it. Okay. <laughs> Everybody. So even the dude hiring me and paying me 500 an hour to get me to teach him game, he's paying me to learn how to be better with women. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everybody's paying, bro. You're paying with your time to watch this broadcast right now. So, You're paying with time to watch this, to pick up some game. So if you, <laughs> if you paying the coach and the coach telling you, you shouldn't be paying for the girl, you already paid for her. Cause you paid the coach. Absolutely. Yes, you are. <laughs> now, now you need very little ego to admit that. Like, right. you know, fuck my ego. Fuck my ego, bro. Like my, I got my ego in check. Right. So like, like my ego, I run it. It don't run me. So I can admit these things. This is why I could be so transparent about the game and about life. Cause I'm not really tied to this shit. Like this shit don't own me. I, I own myself. I own my, my consciousness. I, I know what this shit is. So, so when a dude is paying a, 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 a dating coach such as myself, he's basically paying for sex because he's paying me to give him data that he can use to run game. Mm. <laughs> That's what he's paying for. And even when you watch these broadcasts, you're paying with the most uh, important currency, which is your time. You're paying now to watch us to, to verify if your game is legit or not. <laughs> That's what people are doing. They're like, Oh, my shit wasn't verified because I just heard some doper shit than what I was running. So now I'm about to run some doper shit. So you just paid us with time. You paid us with a view. Hotep's going to get a little, a little currency from this view. Okay. So yeah. we're all paying, bro. Everybody's paying. Everyone is paying in one way or another. Uh, even, even, even when the dude, uh, had to watch all the content, read all them books, you know, pay the coach. Now he's got to go out there and implement it. He's got, you know, 
he's paying with so much energy. Mm. Like you are putting forth so much energy to get this one, bro. Right. Of course you're paying for it. Mm. Mm. Of course you are. Let me just yeah. tell you, like, um, I thought I had game until I ran into EO. And he was dropping some shit on me. I'm like, man, I wish I was younger guy. He just leveled my game up. <laughs> Cause you know how sometimes it's like you know you're doing the right thing, but until somebody like puts it into them clear words, you're like, okay, I just need to keep doing that. And you kind of hone in on that. It's the right thing to do. But Coach Eel is so sharp with this stuff, man. Oh my God. You you know what, Hotep? The dudes with the best game have very little ego. Mm. If you find guys with a lot of um, they're stuck in a certain persona, like very heavy. That dude can't learn shit. He's stuck. He's stuck right there. Because mm. now he has that bias that we talked about. He has to protect that persona with no matter what. Right. So he, somebody could give him the gospel. He like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. I know I got to stay right here. Like my survival depends on me staying right here. But the dudes with the best game are, 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 have very little ego. Right. They're not attached to identities and personas and shit. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. Some of the best pimps don't even call themselves pimps. Mm. The mm. second you call yourself a pimp, you fucked up. Mm. <laughs> For real. I mean, I'm being honest. Right. You, you, the, some of the best pimps, you'll never know they're pimps. Mm. They don't even claim that shit. Right. Mm. CT, thank you. He said, an empty sack makes an empty man. Hotep Jesus, yes, that's from my book. That's a chapter in my book, An Empty Side Makes an Empty Man. Exactly. Um, that's from my book, uh, Unbreakable Rules of Masculinity. Um, so where is the line of simping? How does a man become classified as a simp? When do you know you're a simp? What are the telltale signs of simping? Okay, so I've met simps that were okay being simps. <laughs> like, I've actually... Coach Sims, they're like, they told me, they're like, coach, check this out. I'll never be on your level. I, I know I'll never get there. So I'm okay simping, bro. Like, as long as I get what I want, I'm cool. What, so I'll say this. What, what are they, you a happy they, simp? But what do they call simping? <laughs> like, like, like uh, well, you know, like, um, basically, like, falling in line, going to her program, like, be like groveling just to get her time. Like, even mm. if you have to give up your balls, like, but again, that kind of comes back to, you know, do you have, what are you running game? Is Are you strategic with your game? Do you detour from the game? Like for me, I'm not, I'm not losing my balls for a woman. Never. Right. Now, part of that is ego. Part of that is ego. I'm like, right. Oh, you know, I'm not going to risk, you know, losing my identity of Mr. Champion game to, 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 to go to your program. But I also know that I have one of the best program for a woman to be on. Mm. So like mentally, I know that her being on my program is better for both of us. Mm. I, she don't have a program for me. She don't even have one for herself at the time. How could you have one for me? Yeah. So, so I, but I, so I know like from a logical standpoint that the, the environment that I, that I've created and in the system that I've created, it's best. She's on my program. It's best. It's best. You're under my supervision. It's best that you, you, you heed my instructions. I'm going to take great care of you. I'm going to respect you. I'm going to love on you. I'm going to reward you, but you got to be on my program and I'll take great care of you. This goes for everyone. But, uh, but a simp is a guy that doesn't have a program. Like he's just, mm. he's all over the place. He's led by the body. He, he, he wants empty balls. 
<laughs> okay, like a simp wants empty balls, bro. Mm. A man, uh, you know, and, and I'm not saying a man such as myself doesn't want to go ahead and empty his balls out, but I'm going to do that once I made my money, once I, I, I my, my plan is secure. Right. Once I've closed the vault on my plan and I locked that motherfucker, now I can go empty my balls real quick. Right. I could. Okay, but not before that's done. So it's a reward for me to empty my balls. Mm. Okay, mm. so so a simp is somebody that doesn't have a plan, he, and he just wants to. And I, I always say this: simps want to have sex all the time. If you if you pay attention to a simp, that's all that's on that motherfucker's mind. Mm. Mm. <laughs> if you sit with a simp, bro, that's all he cares about is smashing, getting getting the woman's even not even just smashing. They just want to talk to women all the time. Yeah. Like they want that, that text communication, that, that, uh, that, uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, attention. that chatter, they, that, that, that attention, that validation. They want that. Um, they want to exchange with this woman. They really, it does something for their, for them. Uh. They're Sims, bro. Like, I mean, that's just what it is. The world has to have Sims. I mean, I mean, you, you gotta have Sims. Why? Well, I mean, could you imagine that everybody was an alpha walk around here? I mean, like you gotta, you gotta have that balance. Uh, yeah. Um, nature requires it. Right. Nature requires things to have balance. Uh, there's no, you, you have to have it. Right. Uh, just like a vulture comes in and, and eats up that, that, that waste. Thank God there was a vulture to come and do that. Otherwise you see carcasses everywhere. Oh. So there's a, you know, the ecosystem, the nature needs all of these, these, these specific parts to do a specific job. So, so you gotta have sims. So a simp is basically a vulture, right? So basically the women that hit the wall at 40 and need somebody to be married to, the simps take our waste. <laughs> That's one way of looking at it, yes. <laughs> yeah, they're like vultures, man, but they're happy to do it though. Yeah. Like if you, you ever see a simp that's happy to have a bitch in her 40s? He's sitting there happy as fuck. Like he, he is though. Hey, but who am I to tell them don't have that happiness, bro? Right. Like, hey, I mean, shit. I mean, maybe he jacked off to her for the first 20 years. Maybe he he loved her in high school, jacked off to her for 20 years. Now he gets her at 40. So he gets the real thing. He's like, for him, that's happiness. Uh, like, who am I to tell anybody what their happiness is? Right. Right. Like this motherfucker's happy to get that chick at 40. So is there, is there ever a point at which you tell a guy like you shouldn't be spending on a chick? I mean, yes. I mean, I don't coach that. I, I do not coach unnecessary spending in anywhere, in any category. Okay. We don't do unnecessary spending in, in on the champion game side, okay. <laughs> no matter what. I mean, we're always looking for to make the investments, get return on our investments, uh, to, to be, to be patient. And this is something I teach. So no, I don't, I don't tell men to, to do that. However, there has to be dating expenses. Okay. Okay. There's guys that'll tell you the man is for, don't buy her a drink. Don't buy her shit. And I'm like, bro, like you ain't going to get no bitches, bro. <laughs> like, I, I mean, you're just not, I mean, you're angry, you know, like there's, there's something called dating expense. You know how you have vacation expenses. Yeah. You know how like people save up for a vacation, right? Right. They're like, okay, $6,000 for this trip. Yeah. So you got money put aside for recreation, drinks, food, dinner, gifts, purchases, whatever. So the same thing with dating, you have to have a certain level of expenses. Now I'm not telling you to do, to break the bank. I'm telling you a $50 dinner is okay. 
Right. $50 is okay. If 50 is hurting you, you need to go back to work. <laughs> like, like, like $50 to get to know a woman, to have a meal yourself. Okay. Like, like, look, some guys like to dress up. I, I, I want my clientele to be primarily men that make six figures and higher. I don't want anybody beneath that because right. I don't want this to be an issue. Right. I want them to be dressed dope, living a dope life, but they, but they need game when it comes to women, they need to understand women better. So that's where I come in, but I don't want guys like, yo man, uh, I can't take her out to eat. You know, I got to wait till payday. Get the fuck out of here. Like, like, I mean, like, you know, I, I like, you know, I want guys that can go out that are sophisticated, that enjoy a good meal. They like to be serviced. See, check this out. Dudes that work hard, uh, like to be serviced. Yes. Like I going out to eat, having somebody wait on you and shit. And you calling the shots. Yeah. Bring us another bottle of wine. Thank you so much. We appreciate you taking care of us tonight. You know, being a courteous gentleman, yes. you know, this is, this is what I teach. This is the champion way. So if you got the right woman with you, she's going to appreciate that experience. And then plus she will return the favor. You know how many women have taken me out to eat, taking me on trips, giving me $2,000 in an envelope just for nothing. Uh. I, I, my ex-wife, I was married. She would give me envelopes full of cash. Hey, go buy a suit. I want to see a new suit on you. So, so, so I, I mean, like, I mean, like, you know, I, this whole thing, don't, don't give them validation. Don't give them attention. Don't give them a compliment. Uh, don't buy them a drink. It's like, brother, you're going to be sitting with dudes the rest of your life. <laughs> Somebody in the <laughs> chat said value for value. Coach EO, what's value for value? It's a chapter in my book where I talk about being a valuable man. And then in return, you don't do anything. Now, look, I, I'll say this. If you ever want to do something just because out of the kindness of your own heart, you just want to do it, just let them know, listen, I did this for you. You don't owe me nothing. I just wanted to do this for you. Mm -hmm. However, if there comes a time where it is a, it is a, a, a mutual exchange, then you have to have that conversation too, where you say, Hey, listen, I'm willing to do this, this, and this in exchange for this, this, and this, do you agree? So mm -hmm. it's a value for value situation. And that's another thing. Men don't know how to negotiate. They don't know how to tell people what they want. You know, they, they don't, they don't know how to uh, present terms to anybody. And this is why communication is so important. And I see it struggling with uh, men today because they're too busy on this thing. Mm. They're too busy on the phone, man. They don't know how to have no conversations, man. Right. <laughs> Text message generation. Yes. Social media generation. Ain't that the truth? All right. So Valentine's Day is around the corner. A guy, um, he's in a, a new relationship. Been dating a girl. New? How new? How new? Less than 90 days. Okay. Okay. First of all, I think he messed up because he got in a relationship with her too fast, but he's in a that, relationship. Facts. <laughs> Why you say that's facts? <laughs> well, because I remember I said it on the show, you got to go uh, four seasons. <laughs> Explain that phenomenon to them, please. Yeah, it's important because, you know, everybody, you know, puts on this mask when they're dating. I mean, they're not going to just show you how nasty they are. They ain't going to show you all their bad habits. I mean, they got to, you won't, you won't pick them if they do that. So everybody leads with their best, but that mask and that, and that, that front can only last so long. And so if you give it enough time, you'll start to see, Oh, this bitch don't pay her bills. <laughs> oh, oh, oh this, this bitch is dirty. <laughs> you know, like, like what was the last time you vacuumed? You know, like, like, you know, you're going to start to see these things. You're going to start, you're going to hear her have a conversation with her mother. You may not hear that in the first couple of months, but if you stick around long enough, her mother will call. And then now you get to see how she talks with her mom. 
Does she go covert on your ass? Does she start, you know what I mean? Like, these are the little things you start to like figure out what her friends are like. You know, you start to see her in different situations. You, you want to wait. You need a wave of adversity to come to see what this woman or what this man is made of. Women, too. Women need to stop rushing. I got to wait and see what this man is made of. I mean, he has a good I mean, he, he can talk, but can he can he prove it? And so you need enough time to make sure that the words align with the actions. And, and you need a minimum of 12, uh, 12 months for that. Mm, mm. Bars. OK, so he's messed up already. He's in the relationship listed 90 days. Valentine's Day is coming around. Uh, what is he getting this woman for uh, for V-Day? How's he treating her? Is he going all out? He is. Yes. <laughs> like, like that guy is uh, because he went into the relationship. I mean, he's going to do that. However, what I coach is to, uh, I actually coached a guy this the other day. He lives in LA and he, he asked me, he's been dating a girl for a few weeks, like four weeks. Okay. And he said, you know, Valentine's Day Valentine's days around the corner. I'm a little unsure if I should do something with her or not. See, that's what the guy, the guys are just afraid. They're like, should I do something or should I not do something? Mm. And so I advised him to ask her a question. And this is because it comes back to good communication. I said, why don't you ask her this? So tell me, let's just say for the sake of this conversation, her name is Stacy. So, so I said, say this, hey, Stacy, question for you. Do you celebrate Valentine's Day and all that? Well, how do you feel about Valentine's Day? How do you feel about like Sweetest Day, Valentine's Day? How do you see that? Mm. And you get her to tell you how she sees that, okay? And if she's like, well, you know, I think it's nice. I think it's nice. And then this is your opportunity. So, so you don't want to take that from her, but then you say, but you tell your truth. You say, Hey, that's cool. I can understand that. Um, personally for me, every day is Valentine's day. Every day is an opportunity for me to spread some love to the people I care about and to receive love from the people I care about. So, uh, I think it's kind of corny to actually do something on Valentine's day, specifically when every day in my book is Valentine's day. And so now you just flipped the whole script on her mindset. See, now you're actually grooming her to think about it that way. <laughs> I try to tell y'all this dude got game. He got game, man. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and now she don't even want to go out. It's like, it's like, Oh, he's right. Shit. Every day is Valentine's day. I mean, shit, we we're enjoying that today. Valentine's day, man. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know who you are. You do. And for me, every day is Valentine's day shit right now. Hotep, you're my Valentine, bro. Hey man, I love right you, now in this moment in time, you're my, you're my Valentine, bro. Like I'm spending my precious time with you. You're spending your precious. You've gracious enough to bring me on the platform. And so right now my, my energy and my, and my emphasis is, is Hotep Jesus. He got the red on and everything. Y'all see it, right? That's right. <laughs> Coach Eo's my Valentine. <laughs> That's right. Nah, I dig that, man. I, I totally dig that. Um, so okay. What if she's like, I celebrate, and any man that don't give me a gift on Valentine's Day or don't celebrate, then I'ma start to question him. Cause you know, especially when you're dealing with black women, you know what I mean? You're gonna yeah, you know, they yeah. love them holidays. Well, again, you don't want to take it from her because that would be bad game because okay. you, you really can't take things from people. That's mm. that's counterproductive. You can't take it from them. All you could do is is allow them that for, that expression. But that don't have nothing to do with me. 
So, so if a woman says, well, I would only be with a man that's going to do something special for me on Valentine's Day. And then what I would say is I completely understand. And I hope that you have that lined up for, for Monday. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not going to take it from you, but I ain't going to give it to you either. Why shouldn't he give it to her? Oh, shit. I lost you. Damn. You see me? I see you. I think I'll. Oh, damn. I, I, I lost you, man. Let me see if I can I'm find I'm still here. You. Can you hear me? Hold up. Hang on real quick. I can hear you, but I can't, can't see you. you see, I hit a button, man. You probably minimize um, the screen. Mm-hmm. Let's see. You on Windows? Go down to the bottom of the screen. Hit the... Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, zoom, yeah, yeah. There the we zoom. go. I found you. Yeah, yeah I think I found right. Yeah, I got you. I'm back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this shit got funny for a minute. No, it's the thing is, it's bad game to really try to change her mind, okay? Yeah. Really, what's good game is to let her say what her truth is. Right. Don't take it from her. But never lose sight of what you what you want. But why shouldn't you oblige? Why shouldn't you? She says she wants that. Why not give that to her? Even if oh, you okay. Don't... Good question. Yeah. Okay. Are we talking about the three month chick or uh, the three month? Who chick. we talking about? The three month chick. Yep. Still. No, nah, we can't give it to her, man. Nah, we can't give it to her. No, nah, because because again, it comes back to what I said is that every day is Valentine's Day, so I'm not gonna go out of my way and go to a crowded restaurant full of simp's and beta males that think they need to do that bullshit. Like, that's just not me. Oh. So you got to, you, you cannot abandon yourself for a woman. You can mm. never do it. And you'll find out at the end, bro, she'll be like, I need to be on his level. Like, <laughs> like, like real talk. When you could, when you could hold to your convictions, women respect that. And it actually like encourages her to do better herself. Right. See, but if you see most men will give in, they'll be like, I'll take you somewhere. Where you want to go? Applebee's? <laughs> like, 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 I'll take you to Chili's. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, but you, you can't give in. It's like, you have to, now you'll make other compromises in life. I'm not telling you to never compromise, never make an exception. Like it's good that you got to have room in your game to make exceptions. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it's like loss at the end of the year. It's like, you got, you know, there, you know, you have lost, like the company lost X amount of dollars, right. but you have room set aside for loss. Right. So it ain't, you ain't worried about it because you the already budget. budgeted it. Yes. It was already in the budget. So it's the same thing with game. It's like, if you're going to deal with people, there has to be a budget for a, a, some sacrifice. There has to be, right. but then there's going to be areas where you can never sacrifice on that. You are firm on that. And that's it. What makes that 90 day relationship different from the 12 day period? And What's happening psychologically between the two individuals? Like if he does capitulate, like what does that say to the woman? Or what does that, that say? She can get more. She can. So, so she'll know, okay, he budged. So he'll budge again. Mm. <laughs> He's got, he will budge again. She, she know nobody's a, a, a more manipulator than a woman. Nobody. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they have to be. They don't have the physical attributes, uh, so they have to they have to beat you with manipulation. That's the only way they can do it. And so um, and so if you budge on that, especially after you said you wouldn't. Now, I'd rather you keep the door open than close the door and then open that motherfucker again. Mm. <laughs> OK, so I'd rather men just stay neutral if they're not strong yet in their convictions mm -hmm. than to say they're strong because they heard Hotep Jesus say some dope shit. And then, but they ain't, they're not really ready to back that up yet. So mm -hmm. I'd rather you actually stay in the middle 
Cause you might have to experience it to then later say, I never doing that again. Mm. Okay. So, so, so that would be my coaching to men is like, if you're not truly strong in your convictions, then you better keep yourself neutral because if you close a door, it's like breaking up with someone, people break up all the time and then they want to get back together the next day, man, fuck that. If you're going to break up, you better make sure that you leave that relationship with no guilt, that you gave it everything. You had those necessary conversations. The problem with people that suffer post breakup is that they were lousy partners. They were mm. lousy. Mm. You know, they didn't give it their best. Mm. And that, and now they're living with guilt and they're living with this, this tremendous guilt. But you know, if you walk away from something, knowing you gave it your best, you were running a tight program, you were fair. Um, and it just didn't work out. The flow was off. Now you can say, listen, baby girl, I don't hate you. I got love for you, but this relationship is, is, is over. Mm. And, but, but now you can't go back. Even if she calls you, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, we had these conversations. You remember when I sat you down, right? You remember when I sat you down and talked to you about this, right? And you didn't show any improvement. Okay. Well, uh, unfortunately your time has expired with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if you can't do that and mean it, yeah, you're not that dude. Uh. You're not, you're not that dude. You think you're that dude until an opportunity, until life says, okay, this dude thinks he the shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if you really mean that. This is even part of you getting the, the law of attraction and your blessing. It's like, are you willing to stay home and not party? Mm. Are you willing to hear your friends say, "Come on, man, we got, we got a, we got a table, we got bottles. There's gonna be bitches." Are you willing to 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 never lose sight of the prayer and the goal, and to say, although my body wants that. My future doesn't want that. Mm. And so you got to be able to say no and life will test you. And, you know, really at the end of the day, it's not life. It's you testing you because you are life. You are the living, breathing life itself. So, so you think life is testing you, but you actually sent a signal out to the bigger life to test you to see if you actually are ready yet. Mm. Mm. Everything that I go through, I actually wanted to go through that. <laughs> right. right. And, and if you could think about it that way, you're, you are li like literally like a living God, man. Like, I mean, I really mean this. Like if you could see everything as something that you wanted to happen for your, for your evolution, nothing can stop you, man. And nothing. Uh, ladies so. and gentlemen, I think coach EO might be Hotep. <laughs> um Aztec Mecca, thank you. He said Patrice O'Neill used to say, gotta raise your girl right. Introduce <laughs> options. Indeed. Uh Raider Nation That's Unlimited. Shout out to Waste of Talent. What up, bro? He's killed it right now, the YouTube game. He said that was way pimpish. Man, listen, Coach EO got all the game. Um that's powerful what you say, because I always tell people, um, everything in your life is your fault. And once you look at life like that, you actually obtain a a tremendous amount of power and control over your life. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm glad you said that. Um, you have everything's women. a win. I want to tell this to your audience. Uh, everything is a win. Everything. There's mm -hmm. no such thing as loss. Cause even when you lost it, you gained something else. Mm -hmm. So I, I, if you could think like that, every time you give up something, you actually make room to gain something. 
and so I would like the audience to, to start thinking about it that way. There's no such thing as an L. You know how they say, take your L, bro, take your L. Uh, no, no, take your W, because no matter what you do, you gain something from that experience. Mm. You taking me to church right now, bro. Um, you have female clients. I, 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 I've had female clients. Currently, had, I don't have any. Had yes, I had. Clients. Yep. Yeah. What is that experience like? What are they suffering from and why did they come to you? I've found that most of the pe the women that have hired me simply just wanted my masculine energy, bro. Mm. They just wanted to, to experience leadership. Mm. Cause I could tell, I'm like, you don't really need anything in it. <laughs> well, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you just want to sit with me, right? Like you just want to talk about something. Yeah. You, but you want me to, to talk to you about this. Right. Like sometimes clients just want, but even real talk, I have male clients that have hired me in the past that said, I don't really have a problem. I just want to talk to you. Is that okay? I'm like, Hey, as long as you pay my hourly rate, we can talk. Yeah. And so, uh, and so a lot of the clients just want to talk to me and they'll just quiz me on uh, like, what's your favorite movie? And like, um, you know, when did you stop drinking alcohol? And, uh, you know, like they just want, they just want to know things about me. It's not really so much about them. It's, it's that they want to quiz me because they find me intriguing. It's almost like if you sit down with someone that you see as like a, like a celebrity or some shit. <clears throat> I've, I've got clients like that now, you know, I, yeah. I get on a call with him because I teach marketing and branding business. I get on a call with him. He asked me one question and he start he's just on a whole other topic. And I'm just like, after a while I realized I'm like, oh, you just want to kick it with me. And I found that to be strange at first, but then I got it. I'm like, like you said, there's a little bit of celebrity there, right? They find you intriguing and they're like, I'd like to learn more about this person. I think what it is too is they want to adapt or adopt some of your personality for themselves, right? Because sure. they might not see life through your lens. And once they kind of understand life through your lens, they can look at life through that lens. And by looking at life through that lens, it sort of changes them as well. You would agree with that? I, I do. <clears throat> There's a market for everything. Okay. Everything. So, you know, the girlfriend experience, right? You know how men will pay for the girlfriend experience. What do you mean? Like an escort? So that's like, yeah. I mean, there's like the girlfriend experience. So sometimes you could, you know, well-to-do men or, or sometimes, you know, whoever, those that have the money to do it, you could pay a woman just to kind of give you like a girlfriend experience. Now, sometimes that involves sex. Most of the time it does. What is this? I'm so not... it's just like, we're like, uh, just treat me like cooking for you. You know, maybe <laughs> cook it, like giving you kind of a girlfriend oh, experience. Oh, she'll come to your house and pretend. Yes. Like, oh, okay. Or come to where you're at and you kind of get things from her that, you would get from a girlfriend, but okay. then you send her off afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, is she not for real? So then some people pay for the, uh, for the homeboy experience. You know, they want a homeboy for an hour and shit, you know, like, <laughs> no, no, I'm serious, man. Like, 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 you know, some dudes will hire me. They're like, yo man, I'm just intrigued, man. Let's just talk for an hour. I'm like, bet. Right. This is your hour. You do what you want with this hour. I mean, within reason, of course. Right. But, you know, like, but what what you do with this 75 minutes that you've hired me for, that's this your hour. It's your time. Right. You could talk to me about anything within reason, but, you know, you can talk about anything, man. Right. If you want me to sit there and not say a word and just nod my head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, OK. Then I will do that for you. Right. Who you I'm to, here to provide a service. Right. I'm here to provide a service. Who are you to tell that person how to spend their money? 
Right. If, if a client were to tell me, can you teach me how to be a champion trick? <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That's interesting. I, I mean, it's not what I, I would let them know. I would say, well, this isn't what I would coach you to do. Right. But if this is what you want to experience and you want me to be the man to teach you how to be a champion trick, I got you. Right. Because, who, again, who are you to tell them it's, you know, based upon free will, how they should live their life and what they should desire? That's right. Right. That's right. Right. That's what I always tell people, man. I'm like, yo, you can't control people's life and what they want and they desire because you don't know what they've had and where they want to be and the least amount of experience they've had. Um, OK, let's talk about multiple women dating multiple women at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was um, you about to say? Well, I saw this comment. This guy said, uh, this is getting a uh, sus as hell. See, there's too much judgment. What? See, it, 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 there was a guy that made a comment that uh, this is getting sus as hell, like suspect. See, here's Ooh, the thing that's that? wrong. I don't know. Uh, Ak Aiken or something. Here's the problem. You got to stop judging so much. Now, look, you never lose sight of who you are. Never. There's going to be, like I said, there's got to be a threshold. There's got to be a standard. Nah, I don't know. No, but I, but you, you got to get rid of this judgment that people like what they like. Right. People have their problems. Most problems people have. I don't have that problem, man. Right. I, I don't have that problem. Either I've already solved that and I'm preventing that from being a problem in my life. And so I could help you do the same, but this whole judgment thing, I mean, you know, you got to get away from that. You, you'll never really make friends. You'll never actually get women to trust you if you're if you're a judgmental man. That's fact. Notice how I didn't take away the Valentine's Day from the woman. I'm not going to take it from you, mm. but you'll need another man for that <laughs> on Monday. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not right. going to take it from you. You'll need another man, though. You'll need Cecil to come pick you up and take you out to eat. Cecil. <laughs> Better Cecil, call up Cecil real quick. Cecil the simp. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. Red Sinks the oh, Blues. Shit. Welcome back, man. He said, hey, what's up, uh, bro? Donation to EO and Hotep, the few guys I actually tune into in this space. Hey, appreciate you, man. Uh, Thank you, man. Thank you, you appreciate it. Yeah, he supports when we're on Donovan. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Aiken. Uh, I would have to say he's uh, an unhappy individual. Aiken, I, I, I wish happiness into your life. Um. You know, um, here's my take on comments like that. When I join a, a, a stream and there's something um, I don't I hear that I don't like, I just tune out. I go to another stream. <laughs> you know, the there's fact something there's something. Yeah, you go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. There's something to be said about being able to sit with something that contrasts you. I mean, what kind of man are you if you got to sit in an arena where everybody agrees with you? I mean, you a soft motherfucker then. <laughs> like you a sensitive ass dude that you can't be in an audience where there's open discussion, different types of people, different types of viewpoints on life. Right. Like, are you that dude or not? Yeah. Can you sit and be confident with who you are despite what other people are telling you? And it's like, that's when you know your game is, has truly showed up and you mm -hmm. have that game. Uh, and like I said, the word, one of the worst things you can do is be a judgmental woman or man. Mm -hmm. You're going to ruin every relationship you'll ever have, mm -hmm. especially this one, the one, especially this one right here. You're going to ruin the relationship with you constantly judging people, man. Right, right. Uh, the, you know, 
piggybacking right like stacking on top of what you said i think what you said is the core of all this um he says he's just joking now um but, but the I, problem with that joke let me just say this because i want to tee this is a coachable moment right here yeah the problem is you might have only had one shot to fuck up with somebody so you might have came in with a joke but you're sitting with motherfuckers that ain't got time for your your bullshit energy right and they might say yo get his ass out of here right <laughs> So, so you got to be careful joking all the time. You can't joke, man. Like sometimes you, even if you think some, you might be like, Hey, let me try to, you know what? I'll just stay neutral about this. Right. See, this is the game. I would tell everybody this aim to be neutral because anytime you get too far on one side, you're asking for trouble. Mm. You got to stay in that neutral zone. Uh, even if, if what they just said right there, you're like, no, nah, I don't do that, but you do that. Yeah. And apparently this shit makes you extremely joyful. <laughs> so, mm. so go do that. Mm. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Cause you never know. It could be millionaires in the chat watching and, you know, deals yeah, can be right. made right now, you know, and that's right. I'll, that's right. I'll be honest. I almost, almost put them in timeout. Um, but, um, you know, uh, when we think about his need to express himself, that's what I always look at. Right. Like when guys feel like, they have to express themselves. I could hold my thoughts and just not express myself in a room full of people or in a chat. It's just like, why do you feel, why do you feel the need to, to, to share your opinion as if people should be entitled to care about your opinion? <laughs> you know what I mean? You feel entitled to like, yeah. you know, that people should even care. So, you know, uh, into the room and you know, I watch a bunch of streams. I might not ever chat. I might disagree with everything they say. What I try to do though, and this is a, a, a teachable lesson, what I try to do is I like to find the points that I agree with and then add positivity to the stream instead of being the <laughs> yeah. contrarian yeah. and a disruptor. Um, uh, he said 1.30 a.m. in South London. Shout out to London right now. Appreciate you. Yeah, it was good, it was good. Um, yeah. Thank you, uh, Moosey, appreciate that love. Um, but now I, I love that. I love that we have these, uh, these teachable moments. Um, mm -hmm. let's talk about, uh, dating mul multiple women, right? Um, uh, advantages of dating multiple women. Should you date multiple women? Should you not date multiple women? The disadvantages? What What's your take on this? Okay. So I suggest that early on, like in your twenties, even your teens, but especially, especially high school, but you know, never abandon your studies. Studies have to come number one. Like I, I really want you know, people to understand that, you know, women should come last. That doesn't mean that they're less than they're that they're bad human beings. No, it just means that in a man's life that they need to come last right now, but they might come second later. Okay. Like a woman, it's okay. If a woman comes second later, yeah. but she can't come second now or first now she can't, you have to come first. Now you have to build this, <clears throat> this man, up. you have to build this man. So in order to know what you want, you have to date different types of women. Okay. Um, just like black, like black men now are, you know, a lot of black men are dating white women and, 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 uh, and I, and I would encourage that. Um, now having children with them is another story. I'm not telling you to have children with them. I'm saying in order to know what you, what your preference is, you have to have contrast. Mm. I, I always say that you'll never know what you actually want until you're in the presence of what you don't want. Facts. So, so, you know, if you could just remove the ego and the skin color thing 
and you just date people based on personalities, lifestyle, um, respectfulness, morals, right. you know, things like that. The things that really matter. That, the things that really matter in the end. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, but in order to know, like, cause you, cause it could be a black dude and he, he dates black women, but then he meets a white woman. He's like, I'm gonna check her out for a minute. Yeah. And then let's say he checks her out, but he's like, nah, I know I never want to go there again. I'm going back to, you know, what, what my, where my preference is, yeah. but he had to have that experience in order to solidify his preference. And so what I say is, is that you have to date different types of women, different cultures, ethnicities to really find out what you, what gels best with you. Uh, so, and you won't be able to know that it's almost like drinking, um, wines. You try a white wine or red wine and you try a dessert wine and you try a Cabernet and a, then a Moscato and then a Merlot and a Tempranillo and then a Melbeck, you know, and you're like, that one is too rustic. That one was too thick for me. I, I got bad acid reflux from that. I'll never touch Melbeck. Mm-hmm. But I did like the Pinot Noir because it was mild. Mm. So I can I can go with that. But you never would know that if you didn't try them. Mm. So you gotta you have to date multiple women. That's early on to really kind of figure out what it is your preferences are. But here's the pro, Here's the one thing I would say. Once you figured out, I like this type of woman. Yeah. Then don't don't change your mind again. Like, like, like if naturally personal evolution takes place and later on in life, you like something different. Okay. I'm not going to tell you to stay somewhere. You don't want to be no more unless you have a bunch of kids. I mean, you know, you know, you, you got responsibilities, but um, once you've made a determination, this works for me, quiet women. Um, I want her to talk, but I don't want her to talk unnecessarily. Mm. And, you know, I want her to cook, but I want her to, dance when she's cooking. I want her to put music on and do it joyfully. Yeah. And I've noticed that these women don't like to do that. They just don't like to do that. Now, of course, women will switch up for different men. Right. Okay. She might hate, she might, you know, despise this man, but then she'll be a saint for this motherfucker. So, you know, again, it it comes down to who you are and what you're able to extract out of a woman. Cause there's beauty in women, but no man, very few men know how to tap into it, make her feel safe being that. Mm. See, most men, women want to be defensive because they find that that works. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. But, 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 but if you could find a dude that makes you feel so safe to be in your feminine, she would enjoy that too. Correct. And maybe even prefer it. Correct. Yeah. That's what I tell dudes who say, you know, I don't date black girls. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I just feel like, you don't your masculinity doesn't create a space uh for her femininity i agree 100 percent with that 100 <laughs> percent. i do 100 percent. because i could take a girl who the last dude said she had attitude all that stuff right you know if i was out here you know dating and shit yeah and i could and i could if she'll here's the thing she's gonna bring some of that to me she right. has no choice so, so, so a lot of guys say, well, if she's sexually attracted to you, she's going to fall in line. That's not true. Mm. Habits don't go away that fast, man. Right. Defense mechanisms don't just go away. She needs that defense defense. Mm-hmm. It works for her. Mm-hmm. So you think she, you think she just going to just lay it down for me? Like, nah, I don't work like that. I have to slowly dismantle her guard 
with my masculinity, with my safe, with, with giving her a safe place to be herself. Mm -hmm. Like I could tell her, I say, Hey, listen, you know, that little thing you do right there. I know you needed to do that for a lot, for a lot, for your past. You don't have to do that here. Mm. And so now she'll consider it. She'll be like, like he saw that. And he told me, I don't need that. Mm. And so that's what a, a real man does. A real man with, with that he understands, okay, she's defensive because she's been dealing with a lot of bullshit. Right. But underneath is, is a beautiful woman. Yes. Yes. But you got to know how to get there. You got to yes. know how to get there. You got to know how to get there. You, you speak in facts. So uh, on the topic mm -hmm. of, um, on the topic of uh, dating white women, right. Um, you got to know, you, like you said, you got to have that contrast. I also think it's very important because if you don't ever have that contrast, you always have that question in the back of your mind, right? That's right. That's right. That curiosity. That, that cu curiosity. Right. So when you're there with ain't nothing worse than a curious woman, bro. <laughs> 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 hey, this is this is this, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm no, so sorry. Go ahead. Please continue. It's your world. No, no, go ahead. it's like the worst thing you want. See, there's dudes that want virgins, right? Right. Like there's dudes that want virgins, but that's where is that coming from? That's coming from a lot of insecurity. Because mm. truth be told, is if you introduce a woman to some dick for the first time, <laughs> yeah, she's gonna be like. I wonder what his dick is like. And I wonder what his dick is like. Mm. I wonder what it's like to be hugged by him. I wonder what it's like to be in his car. Mm. And so you got to allow for life to teach people stuff. And, and now, now I get it. Sometimes you can abuse it and now you're just ruined and that happens. Right. And don't, and don't be with anybody ruined. You can't fix them. They're, they're, that's it. This product is, is done. <laughs> like I want, I want people to know that if you, if you continue to go down a dark path long enough and you turn around and, and you, if you can't see the light anymore, you're not coming back. Mm. Like I do want to scare people. Okay. Like, I want this to scare you that if you go down a certain road long enough, a reckless road, a road that, you know, doesn't have your best interest or really anyone's best interest. And you just, and you test that. Mm. Oh, I could turn around anytime I want to. I could turn around. I could change this. Not without the nut house. Not without the psycho, the, not without the psychiatric ward, not without pills and shit. And even then you can't change it. You got to be very careful not to go down a road too far, man. Cause you turn around, you're the only one on that motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> so mm. I want to scare people, man. Mentally, you could take yourself down a path. This is, and then you ever seen a crazy old person that dude did the, did, that dude couldn't turn around and you can't, there's nothing you could do to change it. Yeah. Like he is done and past it's sad. Past the point of no return. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, we were talking about something, uh, <laughs> curiosity, curiosity. Oh yes. Yes. So, so you gotta allow, see that, see, you can't prevent people from evolution. Mm -hmm. A lot, a lot of people pr try to prevent this. They're like, Oh no, no, I got a restrictor. I'm a restrictor from cheating on me. Mm -hmm. And look, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have boundaries, right? But truth be told is man, if, if someone wants to try something bad enough, you can only put a leash on that motherfucker for so long. At some point, they're going to break that leash and get out of the yard, man. Mm. And there's nothing you can do about it. Mm. There's nothing you can do. Mm. They got to do that one thing. I find that um, when you give them a loose leash, they tend to be more obedient. 
It's when you try same to with, same with children, same with children. Yes. Like, like, like to some degree, you got to give them the option of choice. Like you just tell them, okay, all right, son, plan A, plan B. In my experience, if you go with plan A, this is what you, sh- this is what you are to expect. Most likely if you go to plan B, this is the potential for this result. Uh, which one do you want to choose? Mm. And, and then you let them choose. Um, Mm-hmm. And if they fuck up, you gave them the choice. And now you can sit back and go, Hey, I told you. Right. And so, you know, um, it's a, it's a slippery slope. I, I get it. You want to protect your children. You know, I'm not a father, but I should be, I should You'll be, be a, a excellent, excellent father, especially to a son. I mean, you know, people Thank ask you. me, they're like, yeah, you know, um, your, your children behave so well, they behave so well. What do you do? And I'm like, I treat them like adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I give them the room to make mistakes. I give them the room to explore. Uh, I'm not always breathing down their neck. I teach them discipline. I teach them, you know, how to go after their goals and ex- everything like that. But, um, you know, like my daughter, right? I have an 18-year-old daughter. And people are like, oh, she be partying a lot. I'm like, no, because home is so peaceful. You know, sometimes in your home and your parents are always on you, do this, do that, do that, do that. And you just want to get out the house. Right, right, right. My daughter go out with her friends. It'd be 11 o'clock. She's like, I want to go home. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, you're right about that. You got to, it, it has to be peaceful there. Otherwise they will want to escape. That's like anything. You ever see a person um, off for the weekend, they get off on a Friday. You would think they're escaping prison, man. I mean, it's the same, it's the same idea. You know, you, you know, you still want the work environment to be, to be enjoyable. You want to have rules and boundaries, but you also want to make sure that the, your employees are, that you could try to make them as happy as possible Yeah, to work for you. you I know? want to talk about champion mentality in a minute, but before we get to that, I want to talk about something that solidified me liking you, me saying, okay, I can co-sign this dude. And it's, you're what's different than everybody else in this space. Okay. What's happening in this space is a lot of grifting off of complaining about women. Something the woman does. They're like, oh, I got to grift off this. You know, well, women are bad and feminism and all this stuff. And then you said something last week on the show. You said, which is something I've been saying as well. You said you blame everything on men. And there's a lot of I men. Yeah. There's a lot of men not willing to accept that. Can you explain that concept of why you blame everything on men? Well, it would, it would be no, uh, it would serve me no purpose to blame anything outside of me. Mm. It, it really, it would just serve me no purpose to, to assign blame to my mother, uh, to my upbringing. Now, look, is there blame to go around? Yes. I mean, there, there's, there's some blame to go around. I always tell people that your problems are mostly world problems. Okay. It's a world problem that's been going on for centuries that has, you know, manifested and changed form and, and you're feeling the effects of a world problem. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. And, but we're all subject to that. Okay. But you're still responsible to create the reality you want inside of the world of, of this world problem. Right. And so, you know, people win at the casino. I talk about the casino, like some people do win in there, you know, most people lose though, but you know, some people, you know, win big. And so it just doesn't serve me any to blame anyone for anything. Cause we're, like I said, everything is a win. So even if I didn't get what I wanted, it was almost like it was good that I didn't get it mm. because it, it taught me perseverance. It taught me patience. It taught me not yet. It taught me get better. Cause look, if you were to get something, but you're not equipped to manage it, 
you're going to destroy it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you're mm-hmm. going to be, you're going to destroy it anyway. I mean, give, give a, a knucklehead a million dollar lottery winning. <sighs> I mean, yeah, he won and he's, he might be cool for a couple months, but he don't know how to manage that money. Right. And then what he's going to do at the end? Oh, such and such took all my money. Such and such. <laughs> this woman, they, everybody came out of the woodwork, man, and took all my money. Yeah. But if you were already managing the money you had before the lottery winning, well, then you would be able to manage that that lot, that bigger sum of money well. And so um, so I just tell people, man, nobody could take advantage of you, man. Even Even if they tried to and even if they accomplish it, as long as you learn from that, it's a win. Right. If a woman left you, I want you to go rewind the tape and look at you. Forget her. Forget, forget. She's running her game. Let her run her game. You picked her though. So there was something about her game you liked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So you better stop bashing that bitch because there was something about her, about her game that she was running that you were intrigued by. So uh, you need to chill on that blame game because there was some about it you really like. But what you need to do is run back the tape on you and say, oh, shit, back March 16th, I should have done that. And I didn't do that. And from that moment forward, there was a like a like a, a domino effect. And that one decision that I didn't make affected the next three months. Mm. And then and then in that and during that those three months, the whole dynamic changed. And we couldn't get it back. It was over at that point. It was gone. Mm. And so life is managing. Life is maintenance. Right. <laughs> it's what it is. Absolutely. And so uh, I, I try to teach men that say, it, it ain't going to help you any to blame this woman, man. Mm. <laughs> you're wasting your time, man. And you're wasting your time. And all you're going to meet is a bunch of men that blame their women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all you're gonna meet exactly this is why i don't really need friends i don't you said something dope as fuck that i loved last week you said what did you say something about friends? i said <laughs> if you have male friends you're gay <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's real talk <laughs> yeah there's no such thing that's as friends real talk for it, man women have friends you know you go out hey girl we gotta have drinks we gotta gossip and talk about nothing if you're a man doing that you're gay you know men have associates that help them build their dream that's what we have i i agree completely like like jonesy he's in the chat right chad he's in the chat they're only my friends because we're building somewhere together we're on a road to greatness together once they fall off that road to greatness i can't be friends with you anymore you see what i'm saying 100 percent, man I mean, and it doesn't necessarily mean that um, that you're more righteous because because sometimes you can ha- you can you can carry that energy into a new endeavor and, and, and you're bringing bad energy in. So you just got to realize, like, it's not that I'm more righteous. It's that I'm pl- I'm about to play another game. And I want to excel at this game, just like I excel at the one I'm leaving. Mm. And so if you no longer if you want to continue playing that game more power to you, but I'm moving on to a new game. And if you could kind of think about it like that, even like, you know, I, even when I used to drink all the time and womanize, I had friends for that shit. And so when I stopped womanizing, stopped being promiscuous as a man and stopped drinking all those friends, I lost, we were done because it was built on a lifestyle. It was built on a certain dynamic. And then once I changed the dynamic, 
whether you stay drinking and womanize until you're 60, it's your prerogative. But I wanted to move on to be an empowerment coach. And, and so I couldn't take bad habits with me to be this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, who would I be to have bad habits, waking up hungover, smoking all the time? I mean, who am I to tell you to live a healthy life? And I'm a fucking chimney. Right. So I got to be the gleaming example of it first so you can trust me. And then so I can help you work through your, your, your situations. Now, now you're in the masculinity space, dating space, and you're saying we shouldn't womanize women. What are you talking about, Coach EO? I thought that's what we're supposed to be doing in this space. I feel like this space is, 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 um, is uh, saturated with content surrounding women. Like there's gotta, we, we should talk about it, but we should also talk about breaking bad habits. You know, we should talk about, um, discipline more, but not just with women like no fat, like there's a time to talk about no fat, I guess. I mean, I don't talk about that cause that's not a priority for, for, for me. Uh, I, I realize the importance of sexual discipline, but I'm not going to make a video on, on no fat. It's just, it doesn't resonate with me. Right. And so, um, but it's, it's like everything in this space is about the avoidance of getting hurt by a woman. It's all, a lot of it is defense hotel, but a very little offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want this space to be the fucking chiefs. Can uh, we be the Kansas city chiefs for a minute? Uh, Can we light up the scoreboard in this motherfucker? Yeah. Or are we going to just be like a defense all day? Just get the defense back out on the field. Like just three and out with bitches, three and out, get the defense back out. <laughs> like, this is what this space is, man. And you're going to look at it. It's like all these motherfuckers having three and outs, just three and out lost with the bitch. Yeah. Let's go back to defense. Let's go see what this content, this content creator is, is bashing women. I'm going to feel safe over there. Let's go over there and, and run up this, let's play this defense again. Yeah. So I'm the offensive team. That's what I am. My, my channel is offense. Mm champion game. now we play defense too right right <laughs> we play defense too we're right. well-rounded we got good special teams and shit <laughs> you know but uh <laughs> uh but uh but we're we're, we're lighting up that scoreboard mm. Mm. um let's talk about promiscuity male promiscuity you find that to be something negative it can be yes Okay. Um, what will happen is the, the more promiscuous you are, male or female, the less likely you are to be committed, committed to something. Mm. Um, um, like for example, now that I've turned, I'll be 42 this year in May. Okay. And so for me, I'm slowing down. Like my interests have changed. Like I want to make money. Okay. I want to, money is the most important thing. Uh, I mean, aside from my well-being and my spiritual connection, but they're all connected anyway. So, so they're, they're not really one is greater than the other because they're all, they're all working together. Okay. So, so, and then that goes back to manifestation. So if you say my spiritual life is more important than my money, well, now you just told money, you don't need it. You don't want it's, it. You don't need it that much. Okay. So, but if you say God, money, myself, love, um, you know, my game, wisdom, intellect, they're all mutually important. Mm. Now you're making way for all of them to be uh, consistent in your life. Mm -hmm. And so, um, 
when it comes to promiscuity, I mean, that's an exchange of energy, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're drilling, you're drilling some, okay. You're, you're pump. And really when you, when you look at sex, it's kind of goofy looking. <laughs> I mean, one, one day, one day I was looking at porn. Right. And I was like, we be doing that shit all day. Like we're like, we're like, like we, we do all of this hustle and bustle and self-improvement and purpose and all this bullshit just to be up in a room, just tagging a motherfucker from the back. Like, like it's some goofy looking shit when you look at it, like, <laughs> see what that's that, that's that woke shit. See when you're woke, mm. you can see that you're mm. like, damn, I'm doing all this just to pump a hole. Mm. Like consciousness the consciousness takes over. Mm -hmm. And so you realize there's beauty in sex. There's beauty in procreation. It's beautiful. And it should to be, it should be respected. But when you're promiscuous, man, you're kind of locked in a, a lower state, man. It's, it's such a low state to have sex on the mind all the time. Mm. And usually if you have sex on the mind all the time, you'll have some other form of addiction tied to that, mm -hmm. whether it be gambling, alcoholism, marijuana, um, something. Right. And so, you know, you know, I'm for purification, you know, I'm for like, um, I told my best friend this today. I do have one best friend. We've known each other. We're like brothers and we've known each other since 15. He's asked me a question. He said, when was the last time that you just hung out with a male friend and just had a beer? Mm. And I said, I can't even tell you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do that. Right. I, I don't, I don't meet up with anybody unless there's money tied to it. Correct. I don't, Correct. I don't, I don't need a beer. I don't need to sit there and wear my elbows out at a motherfucking bar and stare at a TV and shit. Like I ain't doing that. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like, like I'm not doing that. And so, um, right. I said, this is what I told him. I said, I, I, that guy that you knew is no longer in existence. Mm. And I said, and what I'm doing is I'm living two lives inside of one life, which is actually dope as fuck. And I said, uh, that, that life still took place and I'll never shun it. Cause I learned a lot from that, but now I'm living a completely different life now in this one life that I'm living. Mm -hmm. And I said, and I anticipate that I'll live another life outside of this life. So this life will, will expire. This, this me, the champion game, this persona of the coach, the champion game. Right. And then I'm going to go and live another life before I check out of here. And that, that's kind of what I, I see my life doing. I'm going to live three lives inside of one life, which is actually pretty damn dope. And so um, I had to be promiscuous to see that I shouldn't be promiscuous. Mm-hmm. There's something to say about, about having that sexual discipline. Like I said, if you can control the sex drive, um, you can master life. Absolutely. I, I, look at, I look at men being promiscuity as um, you've actually lowered your value. Um, I actually That's unlocked funny. that superpower by accident. I was with a girl and I just wasn't in the mood. I, honestly, I don't know why. But, you know, and she started crying. And that's when I understood the power of, uh, <laughs> of saying no. <laughs> yeah. And it's unfortunate that a woman's uh, ego is such uh, is destroyed simply off of a man telling her no for sex. Like, like the fact that you are that destroyed because I, I I'm, I don't want to fuck you right now. 
like you have a lot of work to do, young lady, mm. like so much work to do. And so I, I want to tell women that like, if you need the constant validation of men of friends, th- this message that we're talking about applies to women. Absolutely. Like you should be your own woman. Mm-hmm. Again, take a look at people fucking some time. And like, sometimes you got to see other people do it in order to see this. Cause when you're doing it, you know, you're so locked into doing what you're doing. And, but, but even me, like I, there were times I'm like, I live for this shit. Just a drill bitches. Like, this is what I live for. This is, this is some bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so it's like, uh, if you really take a look at sex, man, it's kind of a goofy looking act. I mean, just to be doing all of this in your, in life. So you can secure that. Yeah. Like, you are you you got some growing up to do if mm. that's your mission art dog said everything in life is a good or bad lesson so if you learn from it you want knowledge is power indeed you have this video uh on your channel uh and it's linked in the description box everybody should definitely go subscribe to coach EO, pick up some gamey dropping but you said um how high how a high value man should talk to a woman <laughs> yes yeah 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 uh, so I'd like to well, separate this into yeah. two parts. Okay. Sure. First sure. part, what defines a high value man? And secondly, the, you know, how should a, a high value man talk to a woman? Cause everybody's out there like, Oh, what is a high value man? What's a high value man? Okay. So in my book, a high value man is, is an authentic man. So he's authentic to himself and then he's authentic to the people he deals with. Mm. So for example, if you were to ask me a question, I'm going to give you the honest answer right now I'm high value because of that. Okay. Now, if I was afraid of your reaction to me, mm-hmm. giving you an answer that was not satisfactory to you, <laughs> then I'm a low value man. Mm. Okay. I'm low value in my opinion, in my opinion, mm. in my opinion. Um, and so I made a video and I talked about, um, being authentic with women, because if you're high value, then that means that everybody you deal with is high value because you can't be high value and then deal with a a bust down. So you're medium value, (laughs) 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 you're, you're lukewarm value because you might be, you know, decent here, but you know, you sacrifice your integrity here, which we kind of talked about earlier. So that, you know, you work up to being high value, you, you know, you're kind of born high value and then the world turns you into low value. And then you got to work your way up to high value. Mm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So you're born with high value. Then the world ruins you. Absolutely. And, and, and then you got to build back up to high value again. <sighs> and so, um, yeah, it's true, man. You know, you it's know, so you know, true. It's sad. Real quick, true. let me just cut you off. I saw that in my son, and mm-hmm. I almost broke down into tears. I said, this world is going to destroy him before he puts himself back together again, and he's never going to be this kid that he is now. Oh, that's so powerful what you just said. Yeah, man, it, it's so true. And so uh, and so, I was saying that um, – so, so there's different levels to, to game. There's different levels to, uh, uh, women and men. And, you know, uh, and so in my game that I teach is to tell a woman, there's no mysteriousness. You know how like, like pickup artists and game coaches that say, Hey, there's gotta be a level of mystery, mm-hmm. but do you realize how exciting it is to be with a man? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, like you won't know that until you actually are it, like you respect yourself and then you demonstrate that to everyone you deal with. That's very exciting to be with someone that doesn't bullshit you. 
Mm. Like, could you imagine a woman? Okay. A woman's dealing with a dude that lies to her. Mm. Now she might've bought a few lies, but eventually she like, this motherfucker's a poser. But then she deals with a dude and she knows that you're going to always deliver her the facts. And that's exciting because she's like, I wonder what his next fact is going to be. I wonder if he's not going to budge on Valentine's Day. Mm. (laughs) And that's exciting. See, when you tell a woman, no, that's very exciting. So you can be predictably authentic. This, This is what I teach. And I'm like, a lot of men might say, well, you're too predictable then. She kind of knows what you're going to do. Well, a man with game, you really never know. You, you, there's things you know he's going to do because he's routine, but then yet he knows when to, to mix it up a little bit. A man with game is never going to do the same. Well, he does the same things over and over and over, but sometimes he might sprinkle something else on it. Like today I made blackened salmon, mm-hmm. but I might make it lemon pepper next time. Mm. <laughs> you know, I might make it Mediterranean the following time. Mm-hmm. I'm still making salmon, but right. I'm making it slightly different. And so that's what women are attracted to. They want to know that you're going to remain consistently this man, but they do like the fact that you have different, uh, like different hats for her. And so, um, you know, I don't think I, money does make you high value in this life. I mean, you want, you want, cause you have more options when you have more money. Of course. I mean, that's a no brainer, Yeah, you know, but, but, but there's a lot of simps with money. You mm. know, there's a lot of dudes that marry chicks after three months of shit. <laughs> I heard Kevin Samuel say that shit one time. And although I don't, I, I understand his position. He said like dating is stupid and you need to just go ahead and get married and shit. Like just fucking meet somebody and marry him like quickly. Like I, I heard him say that one time. I don't want to misquote him, but I one time heard him say like, Oh yeah. Dating is stupid. You know, and he didn't say it like that, but you right. know, he does it in a Kevin Samuels way. Right. But he said, uh, you know, dating is stupid. You, you should know what you want. I mean, you can marry someone in three months. <laughs> mm. I don't know I would, about that one. I would, yeah, I would, I would advise against that. <laughs> I, I would too. He's breaking I mean, your you 12 months. You want to operate from. Okay. So you, you've heard this before, and this is, this is true. We either operate from, I said this on my show earlier from uh, abundance and opportunity or from scarcity and lack. Right. And even Kevin says that to some degree. Mm -hmm. So that's true. If you know you're going in with abundance, but you have to also make sure that they're coming in with abundance, like you two abundant people, two abundance mindsets should unite. And maybe that marriage could happen a little sooner, but truth be told is people with abundance mindset aren't, aren't rushing into marriage. Facts. The the truth is, if you truly have an abundance mindset, you're not rushing into anything. Scarcity mindset actually makes you rush into things. Real talk. And yep. so, uh, so a high value man to me is is where you're predictable, but is such a beautiful predictability. It's it's an exciting predictability. So, how does a high value man talk to a woman? Okay. So in that particular video, I said, if you, if you're busy with a priority, so I say that a a high value man in my book has priorities and he doesn't derail from the priority for another priority. So let's say, for example, the priority is a business meeting. Okay. If a girl calls, she's still a priority, but she's not the priority right now. So I'm not going to go, excuse me, guys, I got to get this. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to look I might smile at it, 
but I'm going to put my phone away and keep talking to Hotel Jesus because we got to form this plan. Once I'm done with this priority, now I go to the, the next important priority, which is maybe her. And so I call her up or I text her. And I said in this video that it's sometimes it's smooth to tell a woman, I didn't mean to keep you waiting, but I was handling something. Mm. And so guys in this space will tell you, keep her waiting. Make her think you're with another woman. She'll chase you. But only low value women will chase you. Uh, a low facts. value woman is chasing the unattainable. Whereas a high value woman that respects herself wants the sure thing. She, she actually does, believe it or not. There, they, uh, clearly, we don't have a lot of examples of that because there ain't that many high value women, real talk. And high value men, real high value men. But I think it's important to let your girl know you were thinking about her. Now, you didn't budge from what you were doing, but you were like, yo, I saw your text, but I was in the middle of a meeting. Didn't mean to keep you waiting, uh, but, I, but you got me now. What's up? So, so it's that vibe. She can predict he's not going to abandon what he's doing, but he will call me and let me know I'm important to him. That's what a high value man is. High value man leads with respect, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about disrespecting a woman. You know, the, the fact that you show her respect, it means you respect yourself in many ways. Um, hey, and in real talk, Hotep, I want to I say this. Um, when you make a girl wait intentionally, you're actually playing her game. <laughs> mm. So just know that just know that I teach men to run their game and run it nonstop. Right. Although you have um, there's that there's that compromise department in your drawer. You're like, all right, she's due for a compromise. You pull out the file of compromises. You ain't giving her one in like six months. You're like, all right, she's due. Hold up. It's like giving her a raise. Okay, it's like it's like giving her a raise and shit. You're like, hold up. Okay, last time I gave her a compromise was six months ago. She's due. She 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 really do. Actually, you're overdue. I'll tell you what. Uh, what did you say you wanted to do? <laughs> Consider it done. Yeah. Okay, because she's due for that. Yeah. Okay. So and and so I you know I always say you got to make people earn stuff. If you don't make them earn it, uh, they have no reason to be involved. There's no. There's no passion. There's no, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no sweat. There's, there's no dedication, you know, so you have to make people involved. Uh, but remember that when you make her wait, you're, you're trying to get her to think you're doing shit. You're not doing just know that you have bad game and you're currently running her game and you're destined to lose. Mm. 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 I always say, um, be so busy. You're not thinking about her. You can or, or but 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 see but uh, with all due respect to the 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 busy mindset yeah which is which can actually be um debilitating to somebody to have to be busy like I, you ever mm. see a chick after a breakup she gotta be busy bro like she's yeah. like I can't think about him I can't think, yeah. I can't I gotta go out I gotta go to the club I gotta go work out yeah I, I gotta go have wine tasting like bitch can you sit still like what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you right and so there's something to be said about a whole person. Who can sit back like this? Yeah. And be cool. Yeah. Like, like that busyness at some point is gonna is gonna fuck you up. Absolutely. You gotta be able to be busy and be still and be happy in both places. Mm. Mm. That's wisdom right there. That's wisdom right there. Absolutely. Um, 
last point when we get out of here um i told him an hour and a half and we, we already on two hours <laughs> but i want to make sure we get this last point out champion mentality what is this you talk about champion game champion mentality you probably touched on it a lot today already but can you tell people you know you know what that means because that's that's a big part of your brand well every point i made was like uh part of of the champion mentality everything was and so to me a champion is focused on what he wants that's what look at michael jordan look at all the greats kobe Bryant, michael jordan tom brady wayne gretzky uh there's others mayweather they were very focused on what they want and they also had a lifestyle that was conducive to the result they want so if you looked at tom brady he was in bed by eight o'clock he's like he ain't fucking that model chick he was like, hey, look, right. go do what you want to do. I'm in bed. I eat my kale salad. I drink my alkaline water and I'm going to bed because I got to get up and, and, and do this shit again. And so that's that's what a champion is. It's it's a it's a focus. It is a, it is an unwavering focus of what you want to accomplish. It's unwavering. If you got to tell a friend, this is why I tell people um, don't make promises. Because you meant that you meant that promise in December, but when February comes, you don't want that shit no more. Human beings make uh, they say yes too much. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like because mm -hmm. and here's why you should say no is because you're gonna change your mind. Like that energy. Th this is why I always recommend guys. If somebody asks you a question, say, "Let me get back to you on that." I appreciate the invite, but let me take a look at a couple of things and I'll get back to you on that. Because you want to look at it with coffee the next morning, right? You want to look at it again because you might mean it in that moment, but you ain't going to mean it next week. Correct. And now you're like, Oh shit, I made this commitment. Uh, I'm a man of my word. You know, you know, you're, you're a man of your word to a fault motherfucker. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know, because, you know, stop, stop making, uh, commitments. so many decisions. Commitments is the better word. Yes. Stop making so many commitments that, you, you, you don't want to follow through on, you know, right. I, you know, uh, even tonight I was committed to you, man. Appreciate and uh, I even can't, I even moved a coaching session. A guy paid me $550 for one hour mm. and I called him up. He did. He's probably listening. Mm. And I said, Hey, I'd like to move you to tomorrow. I got an interview. I want to give you my best. I'd hate to, to go directly into a coaching session. Cause I'm gonna get my, some, I'm about to do an interview with Hotep. He, and I said, he was like, no, no, that's cool. So I didn't want to give him like kind of a drained version of me. I want to give him an exuberant and a, you know, rejuvenated version of me. And so I was thinking of him. Right. And so, and so the, the champion mentality is a, is an unwavering focus mm. and it's, and it's, and it's building the habits, the mindset, the friendships, you know, the connections that are conducive to bringing about that result. Mm. And unless it fits bringing that result uh, to fruition, it can't be part of your life. And mm. I don't care who it is. It could be a business partner that you were dealing with. And, but you just start to see like, it ain't going to happen with this motherfucker. Right. It's not going to happen with him. It doesn't mean I don't still, you know, have love for you and shit, but it's not going to happen with you. So you have to have the guts to say, listen, man, this isn't working. We've given it a run. I'm going to move. I'm going to move on. But if you need anything, hit me up, but I'm moving on from this. Mm. It's tough. Look, being a man, being a man is tough. Facts. Because you got to make some decisions, man, that 
you're gonna have to be alone a lot of the time. Like you gotta sit with yourself. Like I, I, I absolutely love my alone time, Hotep. Like I, I'll sit in this chair like fucking Scarface, bro. Just. <laughs> Just living in my, just, just thinking about my next move. Yeah. And, and it's like, and it's like, I don't need the bar. I don't need a drink. I don't need a, to hit some weed. I'm, I'm high all fucking day from this champion focus. And so that's what I want to teach people. Uh, gentleman in the chat say he should write a book. He has a book out and he's got a second one coming, man. Make sure y'all. Yeah, I got a second one coming. Yeah. My book is on Amazon. It's called cut the bullshit. Uh. It's, it's a guide to living as your authentic self. And uh, so if you if you search cut the bullshit on Amazon, you'll see my face pop up. And that was my debut. And then the next installment's gonna follow that. And then it's because it's a trilogy. So it'll be a three-part series. Okay. That's smart. That's intelligent. Um ladies and gentlemen, Coach EO. Oh man. We're gonna get this one up on um Spotify, SoundCloud, and uh Apple. Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, yeah, whatever it's it. called. Um, excellent conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure y'all go subscribe to Coach EO's channel. He got the ultimate game. You know, there's a lot of people that have been exposed in the masculinity space. Uh, a lot of people fronting. And there's a lot of good guys in that space, too. You know, I don't want to just, you know, discount the, the space altogether. But Coach EO is the real deal. And um, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Hang out uh, uh, while I uh, close out the show. Love y'all, man. Hotep and Bill.